Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Black power squad in this bitch. Mother truck and BG. What's going on, little bro? And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite. Of the Too Much Game Podcast Live from the Sanctuary once again Where the fuck is my ring? Ain't that a bitch? I hope I ain't lost my ring I'm gonna be sick as a motherfucker I ain't even gonna bullshit with y'all But um, anyway Today's episode In honor of some shit that King Germ said that really didn't have me like pissed off for like a month and some change. This motherfucker really said that the Wizard of Oz is better than the Wiz. I I still ain't got over that shit, my nigga. I've yet to get over it. What's going on, my nigga? J Rock from Warren Gold Clothing. What's going on, Mr. Shots? Long time no see. What's going on, 12 Kyle up in this motherfucker? But yeah, King John really thinks that the Wizard of Oz is better than the motherfucking Wiz. And if y'all been listening for a long ass time, I got a fucking episode called Yellow Brick Road, episode 21. It's one of my favorite episodes. And I'm going to have to like redo that motherfucker just because King John said this bullshit. I think uh, my brother Jay Christian from the Cognac Room agreed to this stupid-ass bullshit, this preposterous fucking blasphemy, if you will, that the motherfucking Wizard of Art is better than the Wiz. That's that bullshit. That that shit is mind-boggling. Like, it, it it's fucking crazy. I think uh, Mo Ed Mo, I think she agreed to that shit, too. It's just fucking terrible to think that there's black people on this fucking earth that think the Wizard of Oz is better than the the fucking masterpiece that is the Wiz. Motherfucking Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Nipsey Russell, and whoever the nigga was who played the Cowardly Lion. How could you say the Wizard of Oz is better than that, my nigga? It fucks me up, my nigga. It saddens me deeply. But anyway, today's episode, I just want to talk about just the journey through life. Like, a lot of times, a lot of us are so focused on our goals and the things in life that we want to accomplish that we forget the importance of the journey and what it takes for us to accomplish these goals and to get to these things that we want. What's going on, my nigga Benji Banks? What's going on, T-Mo? It's all love podcast. What's happening, y'all? But, like, 
just in life in general, my nigga, you know, a lot of times a lot of us forget the fact that it's it's very important for us to enjoy the journey. No matter what it is that we headed to, we got to learn to enjoy while we on the way to those things. You know, like I would always say, you know, the the God Nipsey hustle will always say the marathon continues. We got to learn to fucking enjoy the marathon like everybody want to get to the finish line. Everybody want to graduate. Everybody want to retire. Everybody want to win a fucking championship. But we got to learn to enjoy the journey on the way to those things. Because in life, a lot of those things, the enjoyment of that is only before a short time. The fucking marathon is what, 25, 30 miles, depending on which one you running. But the motherfucking finish line ain't but eight, nine inches when you cross that bitch. You know, it takes years for certain people to prepare for a fucking marathon. But you only celebrating the motherfucker for, what, a couple of hours and shit, maybe a day or two. You know, just like an NBA championship, a Super Bowl, a Stanley Cup, the motherfucking pennant in baseball. Like, you know, these seasons is 50, 60 games. You know, in football, it's what, 19 games, 20 games, you know, the regular season and a couple of playoffs and shit. You know, like it's it's a lot that goes into these things that we are we trying to attain in life. And we got to remember that on the way to those things, we got to enjoy the motherfucking journey because on some real shit, that's what it's all about. Just like in the movie, The Wiz, fuck The Wizard of Oz. I'm just going to have to like keep on saying that shit because these niggas got it fucked up. I can't believe these niggas really said The Wizard of Oz is better than the goddamn Wiz. These niggas is tripping. King Germ of Frocast said that the Wizard of Oz is better than the... I'm going to keep on reiterating that just to just to let you motherfuckers know that shit is fucking crazy. If y'all niggas follow at Frocast on any social media, DM that nigga getting his fucking comments and let him know the Wiz is better than the goddamn Wizard of Oz. That shit is fucking preposterous. That nigga needs to go watch that shit over. And over and over and over again. But anyway, just like in these films, the whole film is about these motherfuckers going to meet the wizard, you know, or the whiz, either one. You know, one wanted heart, one wanted brains, something that I'm a big proponent of. I'm always looking for some brains. It's, it's great to get some brains. Um, the lion wanted courage. You know, and of course, Dorothy wanted to get home. You know, black Dorothy wanted to get back to Atlantic City. Uh, You know, mayonnaise Dorothy wanted to get back to motherfucking Kansas. You know, so the whole movie was as much as they wanted to meet this motherfucker. The important thing that they were supposed to realize in these things was the importance of the journey. The importance of the bonds that you build on the way to the things that you're trying to do. The things that you learn, the skills that you pick up, you know, and that's what it is in life. You know, a lot of us want to have a million motherfucking dollars. You know, like me personally, I play the motherfucking lottery. Like we all want that money quick. But in anything in life, it always feel better when you earn that shit. You know, anything you get quick a lot of times, a lot of us tend to not really appreciate it like we should. And sometimes it's. It's just one of those double-edged swords 
you know, because anything that you got quick, you going to think that you can get quick again. So a lot of times that's the reason it's hard for motherfuckers to appreciate it. And a lot of times if it ain't no journey attached to something, it kind of detaches you away from the sentimental value that you would have on those things. You know, just like, let's just say a motherfucking NBA championship ring. There's motherfuckers who got 10, 15, 20 year NBA careers that have been literally fighting their whole life to get this motherfucking championship ring, dog. You know, it's important to them. The reason that it's important to them is because of the hours that they spent practicing. You know, all those games that they play, all those highs and lows, you know, all that training, all the fucking weightlifting and running. You know, reading plays, watching film and all these different things, all this adversity that they had to go through, all the sacrifices that they had to make to get this motherfucking little ass ring, you know, and that shit is super important to them motherfuckers because of that journey, because the ring ain't shit. You can go buy one of the motherfuckers, you know, you can go buy a fucking trophy, nigga, there's trophy stores in every fucking town where you can literally go buy a fucking trophy. But without that fucking journey that it took to earn it, it don't mean shit. I hit that bomb late in the motherfucker. I ain't even feel like hitting that shit. But like, that's the thing with anything in life. You know, like we always got to remember that the important thing in anything that we do, anything worth having is worth working for. You know, and this goes, you know, like I would say, in every motherfucking episode, I might talk about this shit in the term of sports, in the term of money, friendships, family, relationships, any of that shit. And that's how it is with anything. Because just like in a fucking relationship, you know, this is what I say a lot of times in my friendships. I don't really call niggas my friend unless we done went through something. I got homeboys that I've known for literally, dog. Going on 20 years that I don't call my friend. This motherfuckers I've known since I was in fucking high school that I've never called my friend. These niggas is cool. These niggas is associates. These niggas is homies. These niggas is colleagues. These niggas is, is all that shit. But I don't really call them niggas my friends because they didn't go through those parts of the journey that I feel we need to go through in order for them to earn that title. You know, and that's what I feel about a lot of these things that we want to attain. You know, like this is a reason that I've done whole episodes about embracing your ills, embracing the adversities that you go through, you know, never getting too down on yourself when shit get hard, because a lot of times those hard times is what it's going to take in order for you to appreciate any of the things that you get in life. That motherfucking bomb too fast, nigga. I done had a couple weeks off, nigga. I've been, been rusty and shit. But, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. You know, when it comes to life in general, never let shit get you too fucked up when it don't go your fucking way because that's just part of the fucking journey, my nigga. You know, a lot of times when it comes to anything that you're trying to get, the hard times is going to be the things that's going to be more memorable than the good times. You know, because like I said, nigga, when you will watch these movies, The Wiz, the great movie, and The Wizard of Oz, the trash movie, you know, a lot of the parts that you remember was 
you know, the Wicked Witch of the West, you know, these these evil fucking characters. Because without them motherfuckers having a great villain to conquer, it wouldn't even matter that these motherfuckers got to where they got to. You know, there's no good movie without a great fucking villain. You know, like we argue a lot, you know, between, you know, the Wicked Witch of the West or Eveline and shit from the Wiz. You know, to me, Eveline, way better, bigger, badder. Nigga, she just was a cold motherfucking piece of work. The Wicked Witch of the West, she was corny. (laughs) Fuck out of here. But, like, that's the fucking thing, dog. Like, when it comes to anything in life, a lot of the adversities in life is going to be what you're going to remember when it comes to the journey that you go on, just like in fucking relationships, just like in friendships. Like I said, when it comes to me and my friendships, if we ain't never gone through nothing, it's hard for me to trust the friendship. I'll still fuck with you. I'll still, like, be your dog and all that shit. If you need me, I got you and vice versa. But a lot of times, nigga, when it comes to, like, how I judge people in general, you know, just like how I judge relationships. If we ain't gone through shit, I can't really fully trust it because, you know, like, it got to be tested by fire. What's going on, Lingo? <laughs> you know, shout out to the art of Lingo. But, um, but yeah, like, that's what it is just in life. You know, this is the reason, like, I, I would always tell motherfuckers to just... You know, like never let your, your your lows get too low for you because we all experience the shit. You know, it's something that we all got to go through in order for anybody to appreciate anything that you get in life. You got to go through some shit to get to that shit. You know, like without those fucked up circumstances, nigga, it ain't even going to feel as good to get to those motherfucking mountaintops. You know, like I would always tell motherfuckers, like, food always tastes better when your ass been hungry. Success always feel that much better when you have failed. You know, it always feels better to go through those good days when you've had fucked up ass days. You know, like, if your ass ain't ate in a long time, nigga, a cracker tastes better. You know, motherfucking chili cheese fries taste much better. What's going on? The legendary conversations with man. On liar sky, but like that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like you can't enjoy the feast until you've had famine, you know. So like when it comes to this journey of life, nigga, just be cool with them fucked up times. Like a lot of times when shit going fucked up for me, I just like to, you know, sit, meditate, reflect, think about better times in the past and the better times that's gonna happen in the future because I know that shit is coming. You know, because no negative circumstance is fucking permanent. And that's something that I would always tell myself no matter how fucked up shit is going for me. There's no fucking negative circumstance that is permanent. You know, and a lot of times, you know, something that I will also always tell myself, I've been through worse and I survived it. You know, this is something that a lot of us have gone through. You know, this is shit that a lot of us, you know, like like I would tell people as far as, Listening to your own advice. You know, when you're telling somebody when they going through something, oh, man, everything going to be better. It's going to be cool. You know, sometimes you got to give yourself that same pep talk that you give other people. You know, because a lot of times, you know, when we're going through some fucked up shit, we get into that fucking mode of thinking that this shit going to be forever. You know, like I was talking about 
in the Yellow Brick Road episode, I think um, it wasn't Robin Williams who had just killed himself. It was that fucking, I think the dude's name was like Anthony Bourdain or some shit. I think, I think he had just killed himself. You know, and I was talking about the the thing is with a lot of motherfuckers, you know, and this is kind of a tangent from what I was just talking about, but I feel like a lot of what made him kill himself, not that I was there, not that I talked to the motherfucker or nothing, but a lot of times when a lot of these rich and famous people reach that thing that they wanted to reach, they don't really feel fulfilled because... The journey wasn't, I think, what they probably thought that it should have been on the way to that thing. You know, a lot of times when we as human beings are so focused on chasing success, we fucking get tunnel vision. Like all we see is a million dollars, a successful business, a championship in sports. You know, like whatever the fuck that shit may be, my nigga, the only thing we see is that. To the point where the past is a motherfucking blur. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, a lot of times the relationships that we were supposed to build, a lot of things that we were supposed to use as character development didn't happen. And I feel like that's the reason a lot of people get successful when they be unfulfilled. Because a lot of those relationships that they should have had, you know, like something that I would tell motherfuckers as far as, you know, being fucking wealthy, like, you know, wealth ain't shit without nobody to share it with. You know, being rich ain't shit without a motherfucker to share it with. You know, like how they would say, it's lonely at the top. It definitely is. You know, especially when you don't have motherfuckers around you who you love to share that shit with. You know, like, nigga, any fucking lonely state is fucked up. Nigga, it's never a happy fucking circumstance to be lonely. What's going on? So problematic. How y'all doing? You know, but that's the fucking thing, dog, nigga. Being lonely sucks no matter where it's at. Whether you lonely at the top or lonely at the bottom, my nigga. Being lonely is some bullshit. And I feel like that's the reason a lot of these rich motherfuckers kill themselves. Because that feeling of loneliness ain't no motherfucking joke, my nigga. Um, you know, a million dollars can't buy peace of mind. A million dollars can't buy your motherfucking mental health back, my nigga. You know, like they would say, money can't buy happiness. Money could buy things that'll make you happy, but it can't buy happiness in itself. That's the reason a lot of these motherfuckers be rich as a motherfucker and they be fucking miserable. These motherfuckers be on drugs. 
these motherfuckers be having all these fake motherfuckers around them. These motherfuckers literally be trying to buy friends because they trying to cure that motherfucking loneliness. You know, and the reason a lot of the motherfuckers go off the deep end because they can never really reach that thing that they want, which is genuine fucking happiness. You know, like something that I've had conversations with my homeboys about all the time is we had a lot more fun when we was broke. Like, nigga, them days when we didn't have shit, nigga, we was having big fun. Nigga, we was having a ball when we was broke. And it's literally because, my nigga, the only thing we had was each other. That was how we enjoyed ourselves, my nigga. Just me, you, the motherfucking joystick, the PlayStation, and the TV. Nigga, that's that's what we have for fun. But it's a genuine fucking connection between me and this dude because we ain't got shit else to fuck that up. What's going on, boys at the round table? What's going on? Uh, Soul for soul, same. You know, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, when you have genuine motherfucking relationships in your life, you always just a genuinely happier person. But a lot of these motherfuckers, after they cross that finish line, they realize it was a lot of motherfuckers that they ran past in order to get to that shit. You know, because last episode I talked about fake fucking friends. You know, and you got to avoid these type of motherfuckers. But when you got real genuine motherfuckers around you, my nigga, like you got to do the best that you can to cultivate them motherfucking relationships and keep them bitches strong. Like, nigga, when you got real motherfuckers around you, nigga, the the higher you go, the more you going to need these motherfucking people. You know, like I tell y'all, stay away from snakes, stay away from leeches, stay away from backbiters, you know, stay stay away from competitive so-called friends and these punk ass motherfuckers who be around you you know just trying to eat off of what the fuck you got but when you got motherfuckers who genuinely out there trying to really fuck with you really ride for you man you got to keep these motherfuckers close my nigga because like i said nigga that 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 top is a motherfucker when you lonely my nigga you know like like i said my nigga when you at the top and ain't nobody around you, you feel motherfucking isolated, my nigga. And that's a place you never want to be. You know, like me, nigga, I'm a motherfucking Scorpio, nigga. I'm a, I'm a hermit. I love my solitude. I love being left the fuck alone on some real shit. I love being by my goddamn self. But what I love more than that is being around my motherfucking kids, my nigga. Because nobody wants to be absolutely lonely. You know, a lot of motherfuckers love to be left alone. I love being left the fuck alone. But it's like, nigga, everybody needs somebody around. And this is the fucking thing about when you reach success, dog. Like, nigga, reaching success ain't shit with nobody around you, my nigga. Like, you gotta have some motherfucking body. Two or three friends, nigga, some family members, something. And these is the things that you meet on this yellow brick road of things. You know, your journey of life. Those motherfuckers who you meet on the way to getting to that shit. You know, the motherfuckers who have been helping you the whole time. These are the motherfuckers you got to keep close. You know, like me personally, it's a lot of motherfuckers who I would always talk about in my very small inner circle. Who no matter where I go in life, these motherfuckers coming with me. Because like I would tell my homeboys, man, the, the worst thing you can do. When you get up, is to try to buy friendships. 
the worst thing you can do when you get up is try to find, quote unquote, niggas in your income bracket and shit. You know, because a lot of times, nigga, these niggas is your friend for the same reason that you doing it, which is y'all trying to buy a friendship. Y'all trying to find somebody that's up here with you and shit. You know, and a lot of times, nigga, just like with the celebrities that kill themselves, they see how superficial a lot of these motherfuckers is. Because just like, and like, this is how I feel about the celebrities that kill themselves. Like when you a real motherfucker surrounded by fake motherfuckers, you can feel like the only motherfucker in the room by yourself and you surrounded by people. Like you can literally feel like nigga, even though I hear voices, I hear music, I see people moving, I see people talking to each other, I fucking still feel alone. You know, because like me personally, like that's how I feel a lot of times. Like as a real motherfucker in a situation where you surrounded by fake motherfuckers, it's just a trip. Like you, you literally feel like niggas ain't even there, you know? And this is why I feel like a lot of these motherfuckers have these mental health breakdowns, you know, like a lot of celebrities, you know, if they don't go the full fucking route and just smoke themselves, these motherfuckers go out like Martin did in the nineties. Who else? Dave Chappelle went to South Africa. Mariah Carey went on fucking TRL with nothing on. Um, You know, a lot of these motherfucking celebrities, these niggas go fucking bananas because it's a wild feeling to feel like you the only real motherfucker and you surrounded by motherfucking characters and, you know, fucking cartoons and all these motherfucking fake people with facades and all this shit. You know, and this is why I say enjoy your motherfucking journey on the way to get wherever you may be going. Because a lot of times, nigga, the fulfillment ain't in the finish line, but the fulfillment is is in the game that it takes for you to get to the motherfucking finish line. The game that you play in order for you to win that championship. What's going on, Kim? Long time no see. Yeah, like Mr. Shaw said, nigga, Brittany went bald. I just posted her motherfucking ass doing some way out ass dance. Yesterday on my Instagram story, nigga, Britney Spears is way the fuck out there, my nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, you you go so fucking hard to reach what the fuck you think is going to make you happy. And the thing that really was supposed to make you happy was the journey to reach whatever that thing was. You know, like, nigga, you, you do all that studying, you know, all that motherfucking cramming. You know, in order to get that motherfucking degree, you know, and a lot of times, nigga, that motherfucking degree ain't what's going to make you happy, nigga. Sometimes you don't even get a motherfucking job in the field that you fucking got that goddamn degree in, you know, but you have to enjoy college, my nigga. Enjoy the experiences. Enjoy the motherfucking the people that you met in college. You know, something that I forgot what fucking episode that was. I forgot what I named it. I think it was the relationships episode where I talked about college and the motherfucking relationships that you build in college. Because honestly, me, I feel like college ain't about as much the education as it is about the networking. I feel like college is more important for the motherfuckers that you meet in college who going to help your ass in life than it is about the degree that you get. You know, a lot of times, you know, and I've talked about this shit, I know that I know I talked about that in the relationships episode. A lot of the jobs that a lot of us have, we got through friends. 
we got through colleagues. We got through ex-coworkers and shit. You know, the, the relationships that we build in this thing that we call life is a lot of what helps us in other parts of our journey. You know, this is the reason I'm not really a big fan of burning bridges. Because me, like I say, nigga, I like being alone. I don't call everybody my friend. I don't go out my way to fuck with motherfuckers. But I also make sure that I always leave a positive impression with everybody who I meet. Because you never know when you're going to need these motherfuckers later on. You know, you never know when these little side characters that you run into in the beginning of the movie is going to be something important toward the end of the movie or at the climax of the movie. You know, so me, I always believe in being as cool as I can with everybody who I can. You know, even with just motherfuckers who you run into, nigga, some motherfuckers might become very great friends. Some motherfuckers might become very important to you. And it's not always people who you see and think, oh, this motherfucker is going to be everything to me. You know, nigga, you got motherfuckers in your life who you really just thought you was only going to see them one time. And you end up being friends with this motherfucker for life. You know, you you got females who you only thought was just going to be wham, bam, hit or quitter. And now you in a fucking long-term relationship with their motherfucking ass. You going to be around this motherfucker forever. So you just never know, my nigga. This is the reason I believe in always, you know, treating everybody with a certain level of motherfucking respect. Because you never know who these motherfuckers going to be on your motherfucking journey, my nigga. You know, like me personally, I stay away from motherfuckers. But I'm always cordial. I'm always cool. You know, like I've told y'all, nigga, I've been the best man in five weddings. I think I got the world record for that motherfucking shit, my nigga. But it's because even though I stay back from motherfuckers, the motherfuckers who I really find as real dudes, like motherfuckers who I'm really cool with, like nigga, I, I lock on to that shit. You know, I make sure to keep the real relationships as close as motherfucking possible. I, I stay in contact with certain motherfuckers. You know, just like with fucking uh King German Rodis in this podcast shit. You know, of course I'm I'm tapped in with a lot of podcasts. It's a lot of motherfuckers who I'm cool with, a lot of niggas who I like share memes with, you know, a lot of motherfuckers who I share game and information with, but it's only a couple motherfuckers who got my motherfucking phone number. It's only a couple motherfuckers who I'm really gonna like really have a sit down chop up session with. Like nigga, me and King John from Frocast, we talk all the time. Even though he said that preposterous out of this world crazy ass bullshit that the Wizard of Oz is better than the Wiz, King Germ is out of his motherfucking mind with that one. I don't know where the fuck he got that from, but the Wiz is far superior to the motherfucking bullshit-ass Wizard of Oz. That's still my nigga, but that shit is fucking crazy. Like I said, nigga, that shit is like the whole reason for this episode. I couldn't believe the nigga said that shit, and I, I don't even know what King Germ looked like, but I'd assume he had a straight face when he said that stupid-ass bullshit, my nigga. Like, it... It's like every time that shit coming to my head, it throws off my whole fucking concentration on what the fuck I'm talking about. Because how the fuck could you possibly think the Wizard of Oz is better than the goddamn Wiz, my nigga? That that's like saying a motherfucking like a 
a goddamn a, a Daewoo Laganza is better than a fucking Rolls Royce or some shit, my nigga. Nigga, that that shit is like saying a goddamn a bologna sandwich is better than a fucking roof Chris steak. What the fuck could could be going through your head, King Jern? What he say? Don't forget about me knowing the lyrics. Yes, this nigga knows the lyrics to all the songs. A grown ass black man from the South. This nigga didn't been. I think he from North Carolina, but he he's in Florida. This motherfucker knows the words to the songs in fucking Wizard of Oz, nigga. The more whimsical ass jingles in that stupid ass movie. He know all that shit. How the fuck did this nigga really think that the motherfucking Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz outdanced Michael Jackson in the Wiz? That nigga really thinks that stupid ass shit. What you say, Mr. Shots? I can't believe I'm taking a break in the middle of all this good game to talk about this stupid ass bullshit. The only thing the Wizard of Oz got over the Wiz is the part where it goes from black and white into color. Outside of that, Wizard of Oz could take a seat. Exactly. That shit was revolutionary in those days. I think the Wizard of Oz was like one of the first movies to go from black and white to color. And shout out to them motherfuckers for that bullshit. But fuck out of here. Nigga, the Wiz is not better than the goddamn. I mean, the Wizard of Oz is not better than the goddamn Wiz, my nigga. This nigga is fucking bugging. But anyway, my nigga. When it comes to life, my nigga. The journey in life, when you easing on down the road of this thing we call life, my nigga, remember to just enjoy Monday through Friday, my nigga. You know, of course, we all living for the weekend. Of course, we all can't wait, you know, for that Friday night to clock the fuck out and go turn the fuck up. But my nigga, like you got to learn to enjoy the small things in life, my nigga, you know, because a lot of. Old people, when they get interviewed on their deathbed, you know, a lot of the things that they regret is not enjoying the journey as much as they should have. Not enjoying life as much as they should have. Because the thing about life is, my nigga, like, life is for living. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, and as simple as that shit sounds, a lot of motherfuckers don't really grasp this simple ass concept. You know, like a lot of people work eight hours a day. Nowadays, a lot of motherfuckers working 12 hours a day, dog. Like, nigga, we putting a lot of motherfucking hours in order to get this motherfucking bread. And a lot of motherfuckers ain't even enjoying those hours that it takes to get that money. And that's a sad fucking existence. It's a lot of motherfuckers that hate what they do in in life in order to get motherfucking money. You know, and my thing is, like, as people, we have to find a fucking balance, dog. You know, like, that's something that, like, I had to struggle with as a young man 
figuring out what I was going to do with my life as far as like a career path that I was going to go into. Like I really had to sit and ask myself, what's more important, my time or my money? And, you know, this is something that I feel like a lot of adults hit a crossroads with. You know, a lot of motherfuckers hate what they do for the money, but they love the money that they get. So they're willing to sacrifice the time that it takes in order to get that fucking money. But a lot of times, that's what fuck a lot of people up. That's why a lot of motherfuckers have fucking mental break, mental health breakdowns. What's going on, mind triggers? What's going on? Uh, what's that? Official, officially Young Dizzle TV? Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. When you got a fucked up balance of the what you do for the money and the money that you get, man, that should have throw your whole motherfucking equilibrium off. You know, like me personally, I was fortunate enough to find a career that I was able to get into that I enjoy what I do. So even though I'm probably working 65, damn near 70 hours every motherfucking week, I could enjoy that shit so the, the, the fucking paycheck feel better when I get the bitch. Because I enjoy what it took for me to fucking get that motherfucking money. You know, like I tell y'all all the time, nigga, everybody who knows me personally, nigga, my goal in life is to become a full-time podcaster because what I do, I'm very passionate about. Nigga, this is what, 156 motherfucking episodes of just this show, including 75 episodes of Cat vs. Dog podcast, and I don't even know how many motherfucking features I've done, but I'm sure it's more than 100 and some change. But, like, I'm super passionate about doing this shit. That's the reason I take this motherfucking shit so serious. That's the reason that nigga, no matter what I do in podcasting, I give 100% of my all to this shit. Because I'm passionate about this shit. I love this shit. You know, and this is something that I would tell motherfuckers as far as your life and your fucking journey. You need to be finding some shit that you fucking passionate about. And doing as much of that shit as you fucking can. Because you never know when your fucking lights gonna get turned the fuck off. So you should be finding things that you enjoy to do as much as possible. To pour as much as your motherfucking energy into that shit as possible. Because nigga, we all need money. We all love money. We all love having money, spending money. Because you need money in order to take care of things. You need money in order to take care of yourself. You need money in order to take care of your motherfucking family. But you also have to realize, my nigga, that money ain't going to take care of your fucking mental health. You know, that's why we got to find those things that we love to do, that we enjoy to do. The things that we have fun doing. Because, nigga, life is going to be way more about what you did that you enjoyed than how much motherfucking money you made. Life is going to be way more about those people in your life who you had an impact on than how much motherfucking money you had when you clocked the fuck out. Because you can't take that shit into a motherfucking casket, my nigga. That motherfucking, those dollar signs ain't going to get up in front of the church and speak for your motherfucking ass. Them motherfucking dollar signs ain't going to write on your motherfucking headstone. Those fucking dollar signs ain't going to be what the fuck you're going to be remembered by. What you're going to be remembered by is your fucking impact on people in your motherfucking life. You know, there's motherfuckers who had way more money than Tupac when Tupac died. 
Nigga, there's a fucking rumor that Tupac practically died broke, my nigga. But we gonna remember Tupac forever, dog. What's going on, my nigga? I am Jamil CPT. Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, a lot of these motherfuckers, the impact that they had was so fucking strong that they'll be forever remembered. But it's because of how they lived their life. It's because of the way that they fucking eased on down that yellow brick fucking road, my nigga. Because that's what life about. Life is way more about your fucking impact on other people than it is about the motherfucking money that you got or the accolades that you reached. You know, because, of course, in sports, you know, it's all about, oh, that nigga got this many championships. Jordan got six rings. Kobe got five. LeBron got four. And all that good old shit. But the reason that nigga, like, just me personally, the reason that I'm a big LeBron fan, you know, outside of this little Kyrie bullshit, because he kind of fumbled. But, um, you know, the reason that I fuck with LeBron over those niggas is because of his impact on his motherfucking community. You know, the, the fact that he's not afraid to speak out. That's the reason a lot of motherfuckers consider Muhammad Ali to be the greatest athlete of all times. Not only because he was beating niggas asses in that motherfucking ring. But because of the way that he lived his life, because his motherfucking his lifestyle was a fucking sermon, the way that he moved, the way that he did things outside of that motherfucking ring. You know, of course, he was successful in the ring, but the man that he was was much bigger than the motherfucking man that he was in that motherfucking ring. That's what your life going to be about in fucking general, my nigga. That's the reason that I'm talking about easing on down the motherfucking road, my nigga. Of course, it's cool to meet the Wiz, but you saw what happened in the motherfucking movie, my nigga. That shit was underwhelming. It was whatever. And a lot of times, that's what it is with a lot of the shit that we chase in life. A lot of motherfuckers chase money. Nigga, then your ass get a million dollars and you you run into a bunch of other motherfuckers that got millions of dollars. Now your million ain't shit. What's going on, my nigga? The Wiz the Wiz. You know, nigga, peace and blessings to the gang. But, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Once you get to the motherfucking finish line, nigga, the only thing that the finish line got for you is another motherfucking race to run in front of you. Nigga, once you win a championship, nigga, the only thing left is to win another motherfucking championship. Nigga, once you get your degree, nigga, all you doing is finding out ways to motherfucking make money, my nigga. So, like I said, don't be so focused on the goal. That you forget everything that you did on the way to that shit, my nigga. You know, just like in hip-hop. You know, like I said with Tupac, my nigga. You know, it's a million motherfucking rappers who rap about being the rapper with the most money. But Tupac had the greatest fucking impact. And the nigga wasn't rapping about motherfucking money all goddamn day. Nigga, the nigga was rapping about all types of shit that a lot of motherfuckers fucked with. A lot of motherfuckers was able to relate to. A lot of motherfuckers was able to get through hard times because of the music that this motherfucker made. And like I said, nigga, outside of the fucking booth, the life that this nigga lived, the things that this nigga did, the people that this motherfucker helped. You know, and this is what I'm saying as far as us in general. You know, of course, it's cool to make that motherfucking money. You know, it's cool to have money. It's cool to show motherfucking money on social media. And all that bullshit. But nigga, what your life is really going to be remembered for is your impact on other people. 
You know how you took care of your motherfucking family. You know how you was with your friends. You know the type of motherfucker that you was when times got hard. Because like I said, my nigga, like I don't believe in folding when shit get fucked up. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, you know, who, who've been following me on social media. A lot of people who know me personally. You know, a lot of motherfuckers who've been following this motherfucking show. Like, y'all niggas know, nigga, I done, I done had my own motherfucking uh, adversity and shit. My nigga, I'm motherfucking separated. Nigga, I had to move out the crib. I started out doing this motherfucker in the boom boom room. Now I'm doing this bitch in the motherfucking sanctuary. You know, and the thing is, my nigga, time's going to get hard for everybody. You know, something that I would tell everybody who comes to me and asks me like, man, how was you able to do that shit, my nigga? How was you able to go through that shit? Because, nigga, a lot of, you know, a lot of what I've gone through breaks a lot of niggas. You know, a lot of motherfuckers never really recover from losing a marriage, dog. A lot of motherfuckers be fucked up after shit like this. But like I would tell them, my nigga, sometimes the only choice you have in life is to motherfucking be strong. Like, nigga, that, that's it. Like, it, it wasn't even like I had to, you know, dig deep and do some old extra ass uh, meditating. And I had to go on a spiritual journey and talk to Jesus and all this old shit. Like, nigga, it, it was literally like, nigga, fuck else I'm going to do, my nigga. Ball up and die. Cry. Eat out of a motherfucking trash can. You know, like, nigga, I wasn't raised like that, dog. You know, like, the the thing I love my mom the most for is, nigga, she ain't raised no bitches, my nigga. She ain't raised me to be soft. You know, and I get in 2022, everybody got to be sensitive to motherfuckers because everybody got some fucking mental health problems and shit. And everybody, you know, uh, was was raised on participation trophies. And, you know, you you can't be too mean to people. You don't know what people are going through. Everybody's brain is extra fucking soft and all this old shit. I wasn't raised like that, my nigga. Like, I wasn't raised to feel sorry for myself. Nigga, I was raised to get the fuck up and keep on fucking hustling, my nigga. You know, like, that's something that I'm fucking teaching my kids, my nigga. It's going to be hard for everybody. Everybody get told no. Everybody fall on their ass. Everybody fall and scrape their knee and bleed. Get your ass up and keep on fucking going. That's what life is about, my nigga. Life is about them bumps and scrapes and bruises, my nigga. You know, whenever my kid fall and fuck they self up and they be bleeding, I show them my scars. Nigga, you gonna be all right? Look, nigga, I survived. You don't see these motherfucking bumps and scrapes on me? You don't see these cuts? You don't see this shit right here, nigga? This, this was stitches, my nigga. I bust this shit open right here. If I didn't have a full motherfucking beard right now, I got a fucking split going right through my chin where hair don't even grow because I split my shit open. Like, nigga, we all go through shit. We all fucked up. We all got fucking scars. But you got to keep the fuck going, my nigga. Because those scars is going to be the things that you're going to be using in your fucking testimony when your ass finally succeed. You know, because like I said, nigga, success don't feel as good as it do unless you have failed. You know, nigga, it don't feel as good having that motherfucking feast unless your ass done been hungry, unless you been fucked up. You know, like, it's it's cool to be a motherfucking Laker fan, but boy, oh boy, is we gonna turn up if the Clippers win the motherfucking championship. 
It's cool when the Yankees win But it was a motherfucking party When the motherfucking Cubs won a championship Because they spent so much motherfucking time losing my nigga That it felt that much fucking sweeter When them niggas finally cracked that glass ceiling my nigga Like that's the fucking thing You know like I would say all the time nigga It's easy to be a fan of a winning team Yeah we win a championship every year Like nigga that, that shit don't motherfucking hit the same when your team is used to winning a championship as it do when you got one of them motherfucking teams like the Bucks that won that shit. Like, nigga, I know motherfucking Milwaukee was a cold fool when the Bucks won the championship because them niggas had to stay down with their team while they was garbage. You know, that's just like how I feel about the motherfucking the Rams. Nigga, throughout my lifetime, nigga, the Rams was fucking garbage, my nigga. Then them niggas just came out the blue and what, like 99 when they had uh Kurt Warner, uh Tory Holt, um, Marshall Falk and them. You know, when the motherfuckers won that Super Bowl, like I know that shit hit different. You know, and this is the reason I never get too down on myself when I go through adversity. You know, like I said, nigga, when I was going through my little shit, you know, when, when, when my shit was falling apart, all I could think about is it's going to feel that much better when I get through this shit. It's going to feel that much better when I get past this shit. Yeah, this shit hurt right now. Yeah, this shit sting like a motherfucker. This shit sucks. But at the same time, nigga, I could smile knowing that I'm going to get through it. I don't have no fucking choice but to. So, nigga, I'm just going to go ahead and keep on motherfucking doing what I got to do in order to get past this shit. And that's the advice that I give everybody who's going through things. Nigga, just remember, my nigga, as long as you keep on keeping on, my nigga, you going to be all right. Yeah, that shit hurt. But, nigga, that's just a motherfucking part of life, my nigga. That's part of motherfucking character development. That's part of what makes you you, my nigga. Nigga, life ain't shit for a motherfucker who ain't never gone through shit. Nigga, ain't nobody gonna give a motherfucker props if you started out up here and just stayed up here. That shit ain't nothing, my nigga. That's the reason so many rappers brag about coming from the bottom, even though a lot of them fucking didn't. What's going on, my nigga? Mark James St. Patrick. Like, nigga, that's the thing about fucking Drake, my nigga. You know, Drake literally got a song called Started From The Bottom, Now We Here. Nigga, you ain't been to the bottom of shit. But the reason that the motherfucker wants to make it seem like he came from the bottom is because we all understand how motherfucking how much it takes for a human being to go through some shit and fucking move the fuck up. That's the fucking thing. That's why you should never be so fucked up when things go bad for you, because this is all going to be part of your fucking testimony after you get through the shit. Nigga, once your ass get to where the fuck you reaching to, nigga, you literally going to brag about these fucked up times. You going to brag about that time that you motherfucking lost your job. You going to brag about that time that that girl told you no. You going to brag about that time that you was in the motherfucking hospital. Like all that is going to be shit that you going to bring up when you giving your motherfucking acceptance speech, my nigga. Like, you ain't going to hear no motherfucker in, in a successful setting saying, man, nothing ever went wrong. Everything in my life has been fucking perfect. Everything's been fucking great. Nobody's ever said no to me. 
No, my nigga, that, that, that ain't even shit worth fucking talking about, my nigga. That ain't shit. It's going to be them fucking bumps and bruises and scars. That's going to make your story something that, that's going to be worth fucking telling. That's going to be the shit that's going to make, you know how niggas will say shit like my life is a fucking movie. Yeah, your shit ain't a fucking movie if you a fucking silver spooner. Nigga, you, you came from millions and kept millions and died with millions. There ain't no fucking movie. Nigga, movie is when, nigga, I, I, I tripped over this. I fucked up this. I messed up on this. I lost this motherfucker. I lost that motherfucker. And I still came through. I still persevered. I still succeeded in spite of all that shit. This is the reason you can never let nothing fucking get you down. Because at the end of the day, nigga, like, it's in everybody to succeed. You know, and I've done a fucking episode about this shit. Success is based on realistic expectations. So, nigga, I'm not saying that success is a million dollars. Nigga, I'm not one of these internet entrepreneur motherfuckers that tell everybody you could be a motherfucking millionaire because you can't. Let me fucking uh, give you niggas a spoiler alert. Everybody can't be a motherfucking millionaire. Everybody can't be a billionaire. Everybody can't be a businessman. Everybody can't be a motherfucking entrepreneur. And shout out my nigga Mr. Brown Life Agent. My dog. Speaking of money and shit, nigga. Everybody can't be a motherfucking millionaire, my nigga. But you got to find what success is to you. You got to define what success means to you. To some motherfucker, success is literally just being able to see their motherfucking kids on the regular. Some motherfuckers, nigga, success is just being able to keep their motherfucking lights on. Some motherfuckers, success is just being able to get some pussy at the end of the week. Like, you got to find what you can define that success because, again, this is what life is about. Nigga, life ain't about getting to the NBA, my nigga. That's... Literally point oh 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 one percent of the fucking population gonna do that, nigga. It's it's a very small percentage of motherfuckers on this planet that's gonna get a million dollars. That ain't what success is. You can't let another motherfucker define what success is for you, my nigga. Like me personally, nigga, success is peace of mind. Nigga, success is literally going and looking in that mirror and being happy at the nigga that I see back. What's going on, Shandy Pod? What's going on, my nigga? Uh, Jay Christian from the Cognac Room. Another one of the blasphemers. Another one of these motherfucking heathens that thinks that the Wizard of Oz is better than the goddamn Wiz. How fucking dare you, sir? I still love you niggas, but you niggas out your motherfucking mind with that bullshit. You know, but like, that's the fucking thing. What's going on, Don from the Podcast? But, like, that's the fucking thing, dog. When it comes to this game of life, you got to define what success is to you. You know, because like I said, nigga, with me, nigga, my success is just when I open the door, my kids is happy to see me, my nigga. That's what success is. My kids smiling when they see me. My kids telling me that I'm a good dad. That's success to me. So even if I don't get paid to podcast full time, I'm still a successful motherfucker because I'm raising my motherfucking kids. You know, as an unmarried father, I have my kids most of the time. That's success to me. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers who I know, nigga, ain't seen some of their kids in years, dog. It's motherfuckers I know who, as a father, the only way that they can call themselves a father is financial. 
that ain't my fucking story. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm a motherfucking success, my nigga. You know, of course, I would love to have certain things in my life and I would consider those things as well to be successes. But nigga, when it comes to this game of life, when it comes to this yellow brick road that we on, you got to find no small fucking victories to be able to celebrate, my nigga. What's going on, my nigga? Bad. I see you in here, head of household, nigga, the, the largest head in human history. My nigga shit, my, my nigga hat size is like a 10 and a half, my nigga. My nigga wear a 10 and a half fitted cap. That nigga, that nigga's fucking cranium is gigantic. What you say? Y'all caught up in the cultural impact and not the quality of the movie. Nigga, the Wizard of Oz is that bullshit, my nigga. The Wiz is a fucking a, a fucking masterpiece of film. Yeah, Ross, yeah, that, that was pause. It's difficult, my nigga, to say a nigga got this shit right here. That, that nigga got a fucking natural fucking helmet, my nigga. That nigga played football. When he played football, he didn't even wear a fucking a helmet, my nigga. That nigga, he would paint his team's logo on the side of his shit. On the side of his body and just go, nigga, like that, playing football, my nigga. My, my nigga didn't even wear that shit. My nigga had to hollow out a motherfucking Volkswagen Beetle. They took the motor and the engine and the interior off and they just put the shell of the car over his shit so he could fucking play football, my nigga. That nigga fucking benched like 600 pounds, my nigga. That nigga's like a, a walking muscle man. But the reason he started lifting weights, it wasn't to look good and be buff. It was because when he was younger, he would fall over because his head was too heavy. So he had to lift weights in order to carry his motherfucking cranium around. But anyway, my nigga, you know, when it comes to the game of life, when it comes to success, my nigga, the real success in life is finding those things that you can celebrate on a day to day basis, my nigga. Like the things that you go through in your daily, day-to-day life that make you fucking smile. You know, like I said, nigga, for me, it's just seeing my motherfucking kids every day. You know, knowing that my motherfucking bills is paid. Knowing that everything is fucking taken care of. You know, knowing that my family's straight. What'd he say? I'm about to fire black, but I'm still driving home from the back. Man, nigga, draw safe, my nigga. Don't be on this motherfucking Instagram live while your ass is driving, nigga. Go listen to this motherfucker later on after I finish recording, nigga. If your ass driving from the Bay Area to fucking Vegas. But, like, that's the fucking thing, nigga. When it comes to life in general, you have to find those things that satisfy you, dog. Because that's the biggest part of your journey in life is your day-to-day successes, my nigga. Those small victories. Of course, we all going to motherfucking celebrate when we score touchdowns. But we also have to be able to celebrate just getting those three or four yard gains, my nigga. You know, like, it's cool to be happy on motherfucking payday. But, nigga, me, as a truck driver, nigga, I I literally have a small celebration at the end of my work day because I didn't crash the truck. You know, I made it to my destination safe. I made it back home safe. I got to my motherfucking house safely. I ain't getting no car accident. I ain't get fired. You know, I ain't had no motherfucking issues, nigga. I got home. You know, I was able to pick my kids up from school. They happy. I'm happy. Nigga, we ate food today. Like, to me, that shit is all success, my nigga. Like, I always try to celebrate the small victories. 
Because like I said, nigga, you never know when the motherfucking curtain going to close on your ass. So you got to enjoy the motherfucking journey that your ass is on. Because this motherfucker going to be over, nigga, at any fucking time. None of us can choose when the motherfucker is over with, my nigga. All we can do is fucking keep on going. What you say? Put your biases aside and watch the movie. I watch both The Wizard of Oz is trash. The Wiz ain't have little people in it. Nigga, The Wiz didn't need no goddamn little people in it. Nigga, see what I'm saying? King Germ thinks The Wizard of Oz is better than The Wiz. Like I told y'all, everybody in the comments, Frocast, at Frocast, thinks The Wizard of Oz is better than The Wiz. This nigga is tripping. The whole reason I had to fucking re go back to this motherfucking topic and 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 redo all of this shit is because this nigga said this shit and the underscore cognac underscore room underscore podcast J Christian from the cognac room podcast that nigga agrees so y'all niggas gonna have to direct some of that smoke at J Christian. From the Cognac Room podcast, because that nigga think the Wizard of Oz is better than the Wiz, too. I don't know what the fuck going on in North Carolina, because if I'm not mistaken, that's where both them niggas from. But goddamn, you niggas is crazy. I don't know if that shit was like, if it was like mandatory programming for the kids in North Carolina, where they made you niggas watch the Wizard of Oz 2,000 times. So somehow y'all niggas is indoctrinated to thinking that it's a superior movie, but you niggas is absolutely incorrect, my nigga. Y'all niggas is wrong. That's just it, my nigga. It, 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 it's not even debatable. What you say, 12 Kyle, when Germ said that, it made me rethink my friendship with him. Man, exactly, dog. You know, it, it's like, how the fuck can, can we be cool and you run around with this wild ass shit going on in your head, my nigga? Like, who who told you that? Oz is a top 10 movie all time. <sighs> nigga, The Wiz is just better, my nigga. Like, it, it, it's kind of hard to put it in terms that certain niggas could understand because he's going off the numbers and the cultural impact of The Wizard of Oz in white culture. Because, you know, we all know, you know, white motherfuckers. Love the Wizard of Wiz, the Wiz, and all that other shit. I don't even know them fucking songs. That nigga, he know them bitches by heart. That nigga could sing all the songs in the Wizard of Oz. Like them shits is like, nigga, Tupac last album or some shit. My nigga, that, that nigga knows that shit. Like, you know, like the Happy Birthday song. I don't fuck with the Wizard of Oz. My nigga never did, nigga. The quality of movie is better. It's not. It's not. A, the... the, the it's just not a better movie money. In, no, in no way. It just ain't. And I'm sorry that I, I kind of was back and forth between giving y'all the game and arguing this silly ass bullshit. But it just had to be said, my nigga. You know how, nigga, certain shit is just very important, my nigga. The fact that The Wiz is better than The Wizard of Oz is very important. Us as black people. You know, and this is going to be a baby tangent, but us as black people, it's important for us to raise our kids right so they don't grow up with fucked up takes like this. When when you have your children, 
Make sure your kids see the whiz. Just do black culture a favor and make sure to sit with your children and make sure they watch these films that are important to us as black people so we don't grow up thinking that white ice is colder because I don't know where the fuck this nigga got this idea that the Wizard of Oz is better than the Wiz. But my nigga, that, that's literally like saying that a motherfucking mayonnaise sandwich is better than motherfucking gumbo or some shit. Like, nigga, that... How? How, my nigga? Like, that, that's like saying Kraft macaroni and cheese in a box is better than that baked macaroni that we all just ate on Thanksgiving, my nigga. It's just not true, my nigga. But the Wizard of Oz is box macaroni, craft, Velveeta, choose one. The Wiz is that baked macaroni and cheese that your grandmama made. Fat grandmama with, with that meat hanging on the bottom of her bicep, nigga. Like, that, that's the Wiz. The Wiz is baked macaroni and cheese. The Wizard of Oz is Kraft macaroni and cheese. Yes, Kraft macaroni and cheese is sold in stores. Millions of units. Millions of people like and eat Kraft macaroni and cheese. But that motherfucking baked shit, that's, that's that magnificent. That's what the Wiz is, my nigga. The Wiz is a motherfucking masterpiece. They saw the plot of the Wizard of Oz and said, yeah, we can do that shit much motherfucking better. And that's what the fuck they did. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, it's Uncle Dolomite on motherfucking Cash App. Or you could buy some merchandise. Too much game podcast.store. T-O-O Much Game Podcast.store. Like a store, my nigga. Dot store. S-T-O-R-E. Buy a goddamn t-shirt. Hoodie. I even got mugs that say good morning, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. Why wouldn't you want to go to work with a mug that say good morning, motherfuckers and motherfuckers? Let them niggas know you ain't on bullshit. Um, you know, support the motherfucking team, Townhouse Media, patreon.com slash town e house media, or the other townhouse media podcast, Sports for You Podcast, who I got on the screen behind me. Shout out to them niggas, Mark John Watson, Nick Motherfucking Freeze. Check out the motherfucking Black Pod Squad. Nigga, somebody put that shit in there, nigga. That's me, Frocast, 12 Cow, Cool Out Corner, uh, Beats Rhymes and Body Slams. Uh, I can't think of the whole motherfucking Black Pod Squad. Um, Power Lunch Hour. I don't know if I'm fucking missing somebody. But uh, definitely, nigga, shout out my nigga 12 Kyle and Frocast because them niggas been in the motherfucking live the whole time. Like I said, y'all niggas jump on goddamn Frocast about that bullshit-ass take, nigga. If y'all niggas still listening, the Wizard of Oz is trash. The Wiz is far motherfucking better. Um, follow me on social media, at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram and Twitter. Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. Too Much Game Pod on Twitter. Like, comment, and subscribe on motherfucking YouTube. 
Uh, that's it, bitch. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gang. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.